Um, I actually I want to take a step back, uh, make a little bit of a summary. We're in the middle of Oz Dalad over here. Um, make a little bit of a summary. Dalad, we're in number four, right? Uh, uh, chapter three, uh, C four, Oz four, whatever you want to call it. Right. So um, over here we've been discussing the concept of Hashem. Um, sending people the hashgacha process um, that is appropriate for their for their actions. Okay, so first he just he went through and discussed um, three possible pathways. Each one of them uh, has potentially many sub divisions, sub classes, right? But the three main categories are one. A person who does good things and is therefore um, helped and empowered to do more things as a result of that. Um, so that is, um, we spoke about the Rambam's understanding of the, parag- the second paragraph of Shema, by Yam Shemoa, right? By listening to Hashem, we um, are bringing upon ourselves peace, tranquility, uh, prosperity, which are all uh, being sent to us by Hashem um, in order to facilitate us to continue doing mitzvahs. Because remember, Hashem really wants us to win the game, right? So if you're showing, if you're showing, um, if mitzvahs are good for you, you're taking them on, you're grabbing the mitzvahs, you're showing zrizus, you're, you're, you're doing this as well, so then Hashem is going to keep on throwing you those, you know, those, uh, those softballs, right, for you to knock it out of the park. Okay, so that's that's one. Um, now the next one we spoke about is less obvious because now we're going to be talking about that if a person does things that are not so great, so then uh, his pathway is going to be actually made more difficult. There's going to be ikuvim put up in front of him, roadblocks um, that are going to make it more difficult for him to do mitzvahs. And the question is, why would that be the case, right? Uh, a person falls, so, okay, so he fell. Yeah, he, good guy, he's trying, but he, he fell, he, he made some errors, right? So the, the, the response to that is to throw up obstacles in front of him? How is that going to make it any better? It's just the way he led himself, right? Or isn't that like, you know, like, um, so again, it's a natural consequence of like, you do something. Well, like again, so one second. If you, we have to remind ourselves, are we talking about the cult of Haklali or the cult of Haishi? Yosef, can you remind us what those two are, please? The Ishi is for the individual, oh, Kali is for, for the for the world. No, I don't know if it's for Claudio specifically. It's for the world, right? No, totally wrong. Totally <laughs> missed it completely. <laughs> Ezra, can you please can you please help our? Yosef's such a nice guy. He really needs uh, assistance. You, you wanna jump in there? Okay. Are you yes. Rabbi? Yes, I am. Oh, uh, so there's like different hashkafa based on whether it's on a. Prati, like individual basis versus on like a 
call Israel basis, right? Isn't that That's what Yosef just said, right? So, is that, so okay, so no, I greatly have, I have let you guys down. If, if it's two of you both, it means I didn't explain it well. Okay, so which is um, totally uh, happens all the time. Okay, so again. We're talking about individuals. We're talking about individuals. But what we're, ta- what we're saying is individuals without their individual life missions and roles, which is what we've been speaking of, their, unique, um, their uniqueness. We're talking about the individual, but w- without the uniqueness, which we were referring to before as just the accounting spreadsheet. Right? Remember, everyone has to, at the end of the, of the year, everything has to add up, right, we have any um, people do bookkeeping and things, right, Ezra, you're a businessman, right, you, you know, the spreadsheet has to, right, the, 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 the books have to, have to, by the end of the year, they have to add up, right, everything has to, so, so, with, uh, with a tzaddik, right, any, every single tzaddik in the entire world, no unique individual exceptions allowed, Every tzaddik, when he makes it into Olam Abba, not allowed to have any Averos on his hands. Right? But it says the whole world. So not, uh, the Every the single person. Everybody. Right. But not on a... But w- maybe I misunderstood, but when Yosef and Ezra were speaking, I thought they were they were saying, like, all of Klausel together. Like, uh, you know, what what the entire nation needs, or what the entire humanity needs, or something. We're saying, No. Each individual person, but each individual person is. We're, we're, this is bookkeeping. Kotova Klali is bookkeeping. Everyone has to keep books, right? Everyone uh, has to uh, arrive in all Abba, no virus, which means there must be, by definition, all virus must have been paid out either through Gehenim. Okay, you doing them out of order a little bit? What? Yisurim in this world or Gehenim? Exactly, right? And anyone who's not going to make it into Olamabo means a Russia, right? So he's got to get paid out. Where, Jeff? Right, in this world. Okay? That is the code of Akloli. That means it applies to every single person. No exceptions. Okay. Now, now over here in, in Paragimel, we're in the code of Aishi, which means. The way, the way you're phrasing it, at least the way I'm understanding it, is that, yes, it, it affects each individual, but it's each individual on a global scale. What do you mean by global scale? Every person. Every person. It affects every person. Yeah, every person. So, again, so if that's what you meant, that it applies to every person, yeah. then wonderful. I, I, I heard Kalali Israel or all of humanity. I, I thought we were talking about, like... Kotova Klali, because the, the word can be misleading in that regard. Kotova yeah, yeah. Klali is that, so to speak, it um, encompasses all of humanity. It's kind of you know, p- putting everything together. Right, that I was not clear, and I wasn't sure if it was okay. specifically Israel or the entire world. But, but the answer is neither of those two. It's, it's every person, just it's called Klali because it applies to every single individual. It's the general system. It's a general system as opposed to certain specific systems which will apply to some people but not to other people, to sometimes okay. but not other times. It makes more sense then. It, it, it affects every person, but it doesn't necessarily... Like, but the, and it, for the quality and Ishii, is only going to affect certain individuals then? Or at certain times. Or at certain times. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
So, so the uh, question was why do why is Hashem allow the person to continue? Oh, so so we're saying so we're saying um, now so again we're currently in the cult of Aishi, right? Um, so we're saying if a person does mitzvahs, does nice things, he's going to get a certain level of siyata dishmaya well, assistance. Now remember, it's not a reward. Remember, it's not a reward. There's no schar mitzvah b'hai al maleka. There's no. It's not a reward for his mitzvah, but it's a. It's to empower him further to do more mitzvahs. Right. So opposite by a person. Oh, so hold on a second. So that one we understand because Hashem, at the end of the day, the entire creation of the world is to do good to humanity, and and the way that's going to happen is through, is through relationship, through the mitzvahs, through getting closer. Now we're saying if a person. Is nuchshul? Is trips up? Makes some mistakes? Does some averus? He will make it more difficult for him to do mitzvahs. Yeah, so what do you mean? Oh, so, so first let me speak out the question, and I want to hear your your answer. Right. So the question that, that I'm asking is, how does that help anybody? Right. Meaning. Uh, we're not thinking about a Russia Gummer. That's going to be the, you know, the next category of person that a uh, very, very bad person. We're not talking about it. We're talking about here, maybe he's a decent person, but he made some bad decisions, right? So by throwing up roadblocks, seemingly maybe the other way around, you know, like especially in American um, political system today, right? We're going for uh, equality of outcome, right? We, we, should, we should give him uh, uh, help, we should, uh, he should get extra assistance to get back up on the horse, right? Okay, so Yosef, wh- wh- why is this exactly what he needs? Challenges like that? Is it giving him a greater, op- a greater opportunity for scar to balance out the sheet, so to speak? What I think it's giving him, if, he, if he's really showing that he can push through that. Good. Okay. So the point is, now the situation he's got himself into, he needs to overcome a bigger challenge in order to rectify what he did, right? He needs to show, and we're going to see that soon in the words as well. He needs Hopefully to show. To he needs to yeah, show Hashem how how much he wants that closeness, that relationship, right? Okay, uh, the uh, that's one thing, and then and then the the, the truth is the. The Rambam and Shmona Prokim has a, has a, has an awesome uh, pirush. Is he says that um, you know that basically when a person has allowed his Yitzhahara to reign in a certain area, it's not going to work anymore to just now go back to doing things the regular way, because he's kind of opened up that appetite. He's he's uh, he's. Uh, experienced things he's done things that uh, you know makes him a different person now and so the only way to fix it is to go to all the way to the extreme to to you know to really um, do something you know to kind of take this in a much more uh, challenging direction and really excel at this much more in order to overcome it. So COVID was really a bracha? How so? Everybody in such tremendously difficult situations on such a good basis, like for, for, for an individual to really push themselves, they're really showing and showing they're committed. Hmm. So God willing, I was like maybe balancing out a lot of those. Sure, yeah, hopefully, right. 
Um, okay, so the, and the, the Marsha says that this is that this is what the Gemara in Menachas and Daf Chavtas Amud base says. Gemara says that the world is built with the letter Hey. Um, why is it built with the letter Hey? That chaser? Uh, no, not not, not a chaser. Hey. Hey. No, 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 but it's a chaser. Is it because it's missing a piece? Oh, because it, no, so maybe. Not, it's not, it's not this kind of chaser. It's open. It's open on the bottom that if a choo- person chooses, he can fall out. person can, can take himself out of the world. A person can, can decide to go in a bad direction and take, him out, take himself out of the world. So he says, okay, and why is there an opening? Why is the leg of the hay suspended and not attached all the way up to the roof, the other leg, right? So it says so that because if he wants to come back, he he'll have to climb up and climb in through that little window, through that little tiny window, which is hard to climb in. You have to climb up and climb through the little window to get back in. So you more ask, well, why can't he just come back the same way he fell out? So this is, uh, that's not going to work. It doesn't bother to explain why. So the Marsha says this Rambam. This is because once a person has has gone that direction, he's experienced the, the, that Yetzirah, he's engaged in, in, in those types of things, he can't just go back the, the same way he came out, just to go back the same way, you go back to the same being the same person he was. If he's going to now, you know, make his way back, it's going to be much more difficult. He has to climb all the way up and squeeze through a little window. That's what the letter Hay is showing us, right? It's, it's more challenging. What was the starting point again? I missed what, what the letter Hay starts with what? I think the Gemara there, if I'm correct, the Gemara there is Darshan and Kibikashem Surolamim. Uh-huh. That with the divine name uh, Yud and Hey, uh-huh. Hashem created the worlds. Uh-huh. With the letter Yud, He created Olam Abba. With the letter Hey, He created Olam uh-huh. So we're discussing how is Olam represented by the letter Hey. Uh-huh. And so it's open on one side, the person can fall out, and uh, and uh, it's has that little window up on top, so a person can climb back in. How is Yud Olam No, I know it's like a deviation. Yeah. Okay, so so the, so the point is that's what we're saying. This makes it it makes it more difficult for the person, right? So a person messed up, person did some things that are not good. Now there's going to be a blockage. That pathway back is going to be blocked off. The gone, the Vilna gone actually says that the letter hey then becomes like the letter kuf. A kuf is a hey, but where the two, where the legs extend and block off the that bottom. Entrance. That's why you can't come back in through that way anymore. But the window up on top is still open. So you can climb. You can climb in through the window. That's that's what pictorially represents that, right? So that that gets blocked off for you. So to over here. So that's what the Rambam is telling us over here, that a, that the person who does not, not good things, so there's going to be blockages made for him, which he's going to need to overcome and climb and go and climb in through the upper window over there. Okay, now that was that was that was a good one. So Yosef, good job, shkoyach. But here's the real challenging one, and this one, um, rabbis have been stumped on. Okay, so don't feel bad if you don't get it. If you do, we'll, then we'll be joyous. Okay, so the next one is a Russia Gomor. She yisosmu b'fonov. Call Darche Hatikun Erasha Gamor. Then all pathways of fixing himself, of salvation, 
are closed in front of him. And he's pushed away because of his evil. That's it. I mean, so, uh, doors closed, locked, electrified fence, can't get, can't, cannot get back in. Okay? Now, why would Hashem do that? To this person? I feel like it's a combination of what uh, we've all said. Josh? Josh, yeah. And you? Yeah. What, what, what were you guys saying? Josh said that it's, that's the path that he's taken. Again, the path, the, the path that he's taken is, um, can, can put that, must be reflected, this is the point that I'm trying to make. Pa- something that a person did must be reflected on the accounting sheets. Mm-hmm. Right? So it must be reflected in the coat of a clawly back then in Perik Base. But it doesn't necessarily, we don't necessarily have to have this on Haga over here. This Hashem is doing for some particular reason. Right? I mean, he could just pay for this in, in, in Gehenna. But it seems like that that's... So... Gehenim is not as possible for this person, right? Okay. So, Yosef, the truth is that what you're saying, um, like I said, rabbis have been bothered by this. There is a pirush on Der Hashem by, by uh, Rolf Spinner. He's, he's uh, definitely worked hard on the Der Hashem and some of the other Sefer Ramchal. That's what he says. He says... What, what, you, what you're saying now, that uh, over here, the Ramchal, secretly, without letting us know, is cross-referencing back to the previous parak, to the cult of Akhlali. And the fact that, yeah, this Russia, you know why all, these, all his pathways... ...are, are, are being blocked... Sorry, one second. I don't even know if you could. I think he does say that. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it how you can say that. What, what he's saying over there is, once a person has been deemed to be a Russia, and he's not going to be getting all of all, Back there, what we said is, he needs to get paid for the good things he's done. Hashem is not going to withhold reward for... Hashem loves every single one of his creatures. Yeah. Right? So if this person had some good deeds that he did, he, he, Hashem wants to reward him as well. Mm-hmm. Hashem is the ultimate judge. He doesn't withhold the payment from anyone. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's different. So fine, I'm totally fine with this man getting, you know... Um, Becoming really rich or successful or, you know, a, a movie star, right? Great. But why would Hashem do over to Sheyistamu Bifonov called Darchayatikun? It'll be blocked in front of him all pathways of rectification. Vayidacha Baraso, and he will be pushed away. Why are the roads being blocked up with hewn stones that you can't get through? Is he too far gone? Is he too far gone so that uh, 
Um, there's no Yusurin or Diamond Gehenna. So again, so let's say he's too far gone. But then it would just be that it's not that Hashem is doing something. Hashem is not blocking anything. It's just that you're just saying that, listen, that this man is a lost cause. No, no, no. i saying more than that. I'm saying that he's, he's so far gone that he can't make it back up. He's too far, you know, below the hay, so to speak, to climb up. And the, and the Heshbon is never going to be even. So he can make it to Olam Haba. So he so might as well... What? Uh, you know, be you know, there might as well be in Ebud uh, now, or, or make it just faster. Oh, but we're not saying he's going to get killed. The 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 the, the no, is not saying he's going to get killed. No, we're we're talking about his ultimate destiny, right? So uh, maybe this is what Jeff means. I mean, this person has done so much bad that to a certain extent it's like if, if he if he were to make it back it would be inappropriate it would be too he's done too much damage to you know, it, it'll, it'll spoil the environment for everyone else, so to speak, to have them there. What? Does not make sense. That, that, that part at least doesn't, would not make sense because the, the Torah is—I don't—I I don't want to say chock full, but there's definitely examples of really, really, really terrible people. Oh, so there. that so again that that's that is difficult for us to judge. Meaning to say, you're right. Really, 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 really bad people have done shuva in the past. Yeah. Fine, but we're talking about someone who will not be allowed to do tshuva, right? So the, you and I don't have an ability to weigh up how bad is really bad and who is really bad. And someone that might seem really, really bad to you and I, right? Hashem might say, no, no, this person, he can still fix himself, right? Whereas someone else that to you and I might, we might think, oh, well, yeah, maybe, maybe he can still fix himself. But the answer is no. He's he's too far gone. Okay. So, so so like so like the for example the again so maybe that's maybe that's you know that that um, for example the the morale says about the the psukim the moral verse Hashem says about the psukim that um, Hashem hardened Paro's heart from doing tshuva. Right, so how is that fair? What's, what's going on over here? Hashem is hardening Paro's heart. So give the man a chance, right? So, so he says no. It's, he brings a midrash. A person sins once, a person sins twice. By then, it becomes already to him uh, It becomes a permissible totally to him, right? I mean, at certain point, a person reaches a threshold where. He's taking himself to a, to a, a point of no return, right? And that so over here, that's what it means. So at that point already, the gates the, the gates are closed. So the the morale saying that that's not really that the that the person. If not for Hashem, he would have come back. If that is that when it says Hashem closes his heart, it means that that's the that that's the spiritual reality of what this man has done to himself. 
So, but but this is not from the court of a klali. Again, we have no interest in in causing him to not come back. I mean, uh, court of a klali just says that he needs to get paid now for any good deeds he's done. Fine, but here it's a court of a ishi which is saying that he's perverted himself so far that he can't undo it. At least not in this world. From what I understand, what part is that he was? I don't know if this is exactly the same thing you're saying, or slightly different. That Hashem was only having, was only doing a part of what he would have done anyway. I Meaning, even if Hashem would have given him another opportunity to do it, he still would have continued to refuse. So again, there's many different, there's different answers right, that are given to part. I would feel with this person too. Why harden his heart? Really, like hardening his heart, so to speak. Right. So that's what the moral is saying that the hardening of the heart it just means that the spiritual reality of the world is is reacting to Paro in a way that this that that that, that, that he can't come back. Yeah. Okay. So so far down a certain road. Yes. Seal, well, but it's not even about the faith. It's about even the now. He can't. He cannot turn around. He cannot turn around. Right, even. Right, right. But, but the reason he can, the reason he can't turn around is because he can't come far enough back. Right. Yeah. He's not going to do it. He's not going to be genuine. He's not going to be able to turn back around. Now maybe. Now maybe. Um, the, 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 there is a story that. that yeah, and this is like, for example, Acher was told that uh, you know, everyone can do chuva except for you. Mm-hmm. That's what he heard from heaven, right? So he said, "Forget it, then." Said, then I'm, why should I be? Why should I get? Why should I get involved, right? Um, but uh, but but the truth is that uh, we, we have a story in the Gemara about about um, Rabbi Lazar ben Durdoi, who was told everyone can do chuva except for Lazar ben Durdoi, and he, <coughs> you know, he cried and he cried and he cried and he cried. And he couldn't do tshuva lamaisa until the, he, the, the, he, the only way he managed to do tshuva is, is through death. He actually died, right? But in his death, he managed to, to, to get it. So in this world, he, he, he couldn't get it. But after I thought was in some limbo. Wasn't he didn't like eventually, once he went to Gehenim, that there was... He wasn't fully in Gehenim, and he was kind of in Gehenim. Yeah, first of all, there's a number of different Achers, and there's, there's oh, really? many different Marikas. Acher means, uh, means a person who shall be unnamed. I know, I thought there was yeah. the, the most common one is the person who was the, used to be around, the one you were speaking about. Okay. So anyway, so, so, but, but, so the point is that um, maybe if he accepts all the blockages, and he accepts that he's not going to come to Hashem, because of his own actions, maybe that itself could be could be some sort of some sort somewhere a rectification. Mm-hmm. Uh, this doesn't say the person is not getting rewarded, right? Yeah, he'll get rewarded yeah, for, for what he's he did. Rewarded, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now so now we go through. Now we go through that that. Uh, so therefore, you're going to have people who, through their merit, are going to get divine help. And again, this will vary. Some people will get a lot of divine help for the same merit. Some people with the same merit will get less, right? And some even less still. Then, the same thing for demerits. Some people will, it'll go mostly unnoticed as far as impacting, let's say, on their parnosa or whatever. Other people will be pretty strong reaction, pretty, pretty quick and pretty strong reaction, right? 
to 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 that. Um, and then now we come back. So now we're kind of going through every possible outcome, right? And then for the Rishoyim Gmurim, now here we have two caveats. On the one hand, the Rishoyim Gmurim are going to be given re- success and reward, etc., in this world to block them off from coming back. And we said that potentially this is really what they, this is really either what they need or what they've done to themselves, etc. Like Paro. Yeah? Alternatively, he just puts a caveat is that sometimes you say, also oh, a Russia governor should always be tremendously successful in this world because he's being given a green pass, right? So the answer is no. Sometimes Hashem thwarts them for other reasons. If Hashem doesn't want the Russia to do, let's say, bad things to other people or, or to ruin the world in certain ways, etc., so Hashem will thwart his plans. Not for himself, because for himself, on the contrary, you know, uh, this is this is where you want to go. So go ahead and go. Here's a here's a here's a green pass, right? But from the perspective of the world, that the world Hashem doesn't want should go in that direction. So then the Russia will be thwarted in his evil plans. Okay, um, and then. The, he says that, that certainly everything, all of these possibilities, whether the reward for the good man, uh, to, to not the reward, uh, I meant the help for the good man to do more mitzvahs, or the obstacles for the not so good man to make things more difficult for him, or the total blockages that the Russia Gamor experiences, all of this is what's Roy Litovas Klau Briosov. This was necessary for the entire world. So, to a certain extent, this is why, you know, potentially, we were saying that if other people can't have this person to chew of, for example, like back to Paro, uh, the Maral, also in verse Hashem, gives a different answer. The Paro caused so much Chil Hashem in the world that he can't be allowed to do chuva. He needs to be made an example of. I mean, he's called, he brought so much evil in the world, the only way that evil is going to leave the world is through the Tamakas, through the all that suffering that he and the Egyptians are going to suffer, and that's what needs to happen for the rest of the world. Not something that we like to talk about, but nonetheless that. Now, one more point that he makes over here in Ozdalad, and that is that we have to remember that Hashem is the ultimate judge. And he knows every person's situations. He knows the challenges that everyone faces. And he knows how difficult all the trials are. So sometimes you see one person being extremely successful. Like we said before, let's say you have two people, they both do a mitzvah. One of them immediately sees all this unbelievable siyat of the shmaya. And he's doing more mitzvahs and more mitzvahs and more mitzvahs. In the meantime, the, another guy who also did a mitzvah. He didn't do anything for him. He's still in the same situation. Still just as challenging. And he's not getting all those mitzvahs like the first man, right? So the answer is Hashem knows how to adjust all the um, you know, handicaps, right? And uh, weigh everything up correctly. And... Uh, 
everyone will ultimately get you know exactly what they uh, what they need you know, and, and and what and what they deserve so uh, we have to remember you know like a great analogy that I that I that I always think about is uh, you know Anybody know why they make multi-speed bikes? Why, what's wrong with just a single-speed bike? What? Terrain. What do you mean by that? Speak it out. Right. So if you're going uphill, right? So you need to be able to put it into lower gears or higher gears. I always get confused. But into the easier pedaling gear, right? So you can pedal... And you just still keep on pedaling, you know, you'll be moving pretty slowly up the hill, right? But you'll still keep on moving. And then when you're going downhill, then you can kick it into high gear and still have resistance. Even though you're going downhill, so you can go super fast, right? So people tend to want to look at life as a single speed bicycle, right? And that is, you know... Uh, many people, if they're going uphill, they're like so frustrated. Oh, I'm not going fast. Forget it. This is the terrible, it's a disaster, right? And they're going downhill and they're going pretty fast. They're like, oh, this is great. They can kick back, relax, and enjoy the ride. No. We need to understand we need to be riding multi-speed bikes. If you're having challenges, okay. So that means you're going uphill, put it into low gear, and you keep on pushing. You always want to be working equally, with equal intensity. Whether you're going up the hill or down the hill, equal intensity. And remember, Hashem has the formulas. He will do the correct multiplication or division um, to ultimately average out, the, you know, to, to, to figure out the actual speed with which a person was traveling. The true speed with which a person was traveling. Okay. Os hey. Um, and uh, this is a different type of Yisurim. So far, we've we spoken about Yisurim back in the coat of Aklali, Yisurim that are meant to actually cleanse a person from the, the avarice that they've done. And we've spoken about here certain obstacles that a person could have um, for, for negative things they've done. They might get obstacles. Uh, another type is Yisurim of Sheyisoruhu Lechuva. Yisurim of arousal. Right? So if a person has done, so we spoke about as an example before, right? That Yisurim of cleansing is, for example, he ate something not kosher, then has terrible stomach pains, right? And that helps him to realize what he did was wrong. And that itself is the purification action. Okay? Whereas, let's say instead of terrible stomach pains, same person, but he has very light stomach pains, right? But he's like, hey, this is weird. Every time that I eat in this badly, you know, this restaurant with a bad hexure, Afterwards, I have these like light stomach pains. What's going on over here, right? Now they're not strong enough to actually purify him of that. But what they are is that they're little flags. Hey, you know, uh, pay attention over here, right? Please think again before you go because warning, warning, right? Um, right. Um, and and so ultimately to. 
arouse him to do tshuva and what he did. So, so the difference is that these yisurim, they're lighter and they do not actually cleanse from the averus. All they do is they draw a person's attention to the averus. And that's what the Gemur says that a person, Gemur in Brachas Dav Hamud Aleph, that a person notices these strange Yisurim happening to them, strange, unusual things, right? And number one is probably happening more than once, and number two, things that are unusual. So he should be He should examine his actions very carefully, seeking for trying to understand, looking for parallels between the his actions and the surim that he's having. Right now, uh, it's not always so easy to identify. But theoretically, at least, they are meant to be identifiable. I mean, the whole point of the surim is to be such that you can draw back to that you can link it back to the thing that you're doing right so you know, uh, it's not always so straightforward oh it's with the mouth it must be Lashon Hara right um, oh it's um, on my hands I'm not giving tzedakah you have to use your seichel you have to listen to your heart you have to introspect a little bit and uh, seemingly if Hashem is sending it to you that means you have the ability to pick up on the on the signals. You probably are anyway aware that you're cutting corners somewhere, whatever it may be. So then, if you're noticing these types of things, pay attention and uh, and then of course do chuba. Because the point is that Hashem doesn't want to punish you. The whole time we've been talking about punishments for for things, and everyone kept saying, "Well, what about chuba? What about chuba?" And I kept saying, "Yeah, chuba is different. Chuba chuba undoes the thing." Erases the thing. So that's, of course, what Hashem wants. Hashem wants tshuva. Tshuva is the best. Because tshuva, you don't have to pay for it. Not in this world, not in, not in the next world, nowhere. So that's why there's this process called Yisurim of his orus, of arousal, to tip a person off that he should really be doing tshuva for something. Okay? Os um, Vov. Is so we, we've been saying so far that uh, a Russia may potentially either have tremendous Hatzlacha, uh, very big success. Um, Rav Spinner proposed that that's because of the coat of Aklali to pay him out for his mitzvahs. We propose here something a little bit different, more to distract him in pleasures, etc., of Olamazeh, right? Or because he himself has engrossed himself too deeply in these things. But either way, um, that's just to say that he's going to be rich and popular and a movie star, whatever. But um, the, the next thing we said, potentially, he would um, be thwarted from doing some of his evil plans. But now we're learning something else, which is, you have to remember, there's really no point to be in this world to be a Russian. Right? Hashem gives a person life every moment. And there has to be some sort of a purpose to it. Yeah? So, uh, th- th- that purpose may be, that there could be uh, the hopes, uh, Hashem either is hoping that he, he will accomplish something, or that through his... Um, being in the world that somehow facilitates other people 
in doing good deeds or, or whatever, right? But the point is, if there is no other reason for this person to be alive, and all he's doing is negative, then what we learn over here in Osvav is that Hashem will just take him out of the world. There's no, there's no reason for him to be here. So that's uh, you know something that to be remembered. So so therefore, any Russia a person believes he sees a Russia in this world, he's here for a reason. If 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 there would be no reason for him to be here, he wouldn't be here. Okay. Um, Os um, Zain, I think we're not going to have time to get into, so let's so we'll stop here and we'll um, and we'll start from Os Zain next week, Bezos Hashem. Okay, everyone have a wonderful day.